Hi, this is Judy Carmichael. Jazz is alive and well on the Sun Coast of Florida. Please join me Sunday nights at 6 p.m. for my show Jazz Inspired, followed by the Big Band Files and All That Jazz with Doug Miles, right here on 1220 AM, WIBQ. In Black and White, The Life of Sammy Davis Jr. is a fascinating book about one of the greatest entertainers in show business. Will Haygood's biography of Sammy Davis Jr., the first full-scale biography of Davis, now out in paperback, received the 2004 Deems Taylor Award for Outstanding Music Biography, the Zora Neale Hurston Richard Wright Award in Nonfiction, and the Book of the Year Award from the Black Caucus of the American Library Association. It's a pleasure to welcome Will Haygood to the program today, and hi, Will, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Good to talk to you, and uh, I'm glad we could uh, work this out so quickly. I actually heard your interview uh, uh, about a week or so ago uh, on the Ron Seggi show, which we actually carry on our station here, and I looked it up, and I, I wanted to get you on because uh, I do a, a two-hour weekly big band jazz show, and we feature a lot of the music, of, of course, of the Rad Pack, and Sammy Davis Jr., a part of that, and uh, what a great entertainer he was, and what a fascinating topic to write about, I'm sure. Yes, he was. I, I had always um, sort of been fascinated with Sammy's life and thought that uh, the three years that people seriously looked at him uh, with the Rat Pack, that that really undervalued Sammy's, uh, his total career, which started when he was uh, just a child, five years old, and, you know, he was on the road in vaudeville and traveled with Will Maston and his father, Sammy Davis Sr., and so that part of Sammy's life wasn't really known, and uh, and I wanted to delve deeply into that. Be firm, be fair, be sure, beware, on your guard, take care, while there's such temptation, one thing will lead to another, too late to run for cover. She's much too close for comfort now Be wise, be smart Behave, my heart Don't upset your cart When she's so close Be soft, be sweet But be discreet Don't go off your beat She's too close for comfort Too close, too close for comfort Please not again Too close, too close to know just when to say when Be firm, be fair Be absolutely sure Beware on your God Take care while there's such temptation One thing will lead to another Too late to run for cover She's much too close for comfort now For comfort, she's too close, too close to know just when to say when. Be firm, be fair, be sure, beware on your guard. Take care while there's such temptation. One thing leads to another. Too late to run for cover. She's much too close for comfort now. And just a little pinch of soda. One thing leads to another. Too late to run for cover. She's much too close for comfort now. She's much too much, much too much. She's too much too close for comfort. Now. 
And there really wasn't a lot of footage of him. You see some uh, some old film of him uh, with his dad and his uncle, uh, I guess, on the Ed Sullivan show, maybe some of the early variety shows. And uh, really, he, he toured, like you said, around the country uh, for about 10 or 15 years, uh, not really playing the best theaters in the world, did he, until he hit it big later on, right? Yes, you're exactly right. And I mean, I really think that's uh, very fascinating. Uh, a trio um, vaudeville act from 19... 19- 31 to about 1959, traveling back and forth across this country in times of segregation. Three black men, uh, the two men on the end were getting older, uh, Will Mast and Sammy Davis Sr., and the kid in the middle, Sammy Davis Jr., had to keep this act floating. And, and uh, they would go into nightclubs, and these other well-known entertainers would see Sammy Davis Jr., and they would just be knocked out by him. Uh, people like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and uh, and Marilyn Monroe. I mean, they would all see this act, and uh, and they would be very, um, uh, very blown away by Sammy's gifts. When an irresistible force such as you Meets an old immovable object like me You can bet as sure as you live Something's gotta give, something's gotta give, something's gotta give Irrepressible smile such as yours Warms an old implacable heart such as mine Don't say no because I insist Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna be kissed So on guard Knows what the fates have in store from their vast mysterious sky. I'll try hard ignoring those lips I adore, but how long can anyone try? Fight, 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 fight it with all. Of our might Chances are Some heavenly star Spangled night you find out As sure as we live Something I think they met at one time. I saw in an interview that uh, Frank Sinatra was uh, on the bill somewhere, and he may have seen, maybe it was Detroit. I'm not sure if that's the right city, and saw yes, him. Yes, you exactly right? right. Yeah, and he remembered him from later on, uh, maybe 10 years down the road, and he said, I want that guy on my show. Is that how it worked? Yes, you're exactly right. Yeah. You're exactly right. And then they became friends forevermore. What an incredible act. It must have been just from the little snippet you see of it. Uh, Later on in life, obviously a great entertainer and singer, but uh, really early on, uh, an incredible tap dancer. I mean, acrobatic tap dancer, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And I think that's what really fueled Sammy's genius in vaudeville. You know, you were going to be in one theater for maybe three or four days, and then you had to go over to the next town and the next town, and you had to keep the theater owner fascinated with your act. So Sammy learned how to play the drums, how to blow the horn, how to tell jokes, how to how to do mimicry, uh, um, uh, how to use his gun and these uh, gun tricks. Right, uh, I've seen him do his, that. Uh, holster. Yeah. Uh, and so he he was a one man in variety act, and it was really astonishing. Now he didn't go to any school at all, did he? Wasn't he basically right out of Two or three years old, right on the road. He didn't have any formal schooling at all. Yes, never one day in his life did uh, he go to school, and I think he was sort of haunted by that as the years went on. He would he would express 
uh, great sadness at never having gone to school, at never uh, having been able to look back and say, oh, that was such and such, and we went to junior high school together. Uh, he, uh, The older he got, he missed that he never had a childhood. Talking with Will Haygood, the name of the book is In Black and White, The Life of Sammy Davis Jr. And he, he was born in uh, in Harlem, right? Is, was his uh, mother, yes. was she a Cuban? Yes, she was. Uh, and she was in vaudeville. She was a showgirl. Uh, she went on the road. Uh, she met Sammy Davis Sr. out there on the road. Uh, she became pregnant. They got married. They had little Sammy. And uh, then she went back out on the road and left Sammy with relatives in New York City. Sammy Davis Sr. came back to New York City, didn't like the way his boy was being raised, and subsequently took him back out on the road with him. Mm. And uh, Sammy really never had a close relationship thereafter with his mother. I know in the book, uh, and this the stories uh, you've heard over the years, particularly in his own book, uh, a lot of problems, obviously, when he went in the military, uh, dealing with race. I guess before that, even in vaudeville, there were certain uh, certain theaters that uh, did not allow black performers. And, uh, and really, up until the Vegas days, uh, they wouldn't allow black performers to even stay in the hotels they performed in, right? Yes, yes. Sammy was lucky in a sense that his father and Will Maston, uh, these two vault villains, shielded him from much of the um, uh, racial dangers of the times. And uh, so he grew up as well shielded uh, as he could be uh, uh, when he was on the road. So it was this kind of very strong, intimate family unit that kept him safe out there on the road. I know uh, he, when he was in the military, he would entertain uh, his fellow troops and soldiers, but he was also treated quite poorly by a lot of the southern uh, uh, soldiers and, and sergeants. Am I right about that? Yes, he was. He was beaten up several times, yeah. and uh, those memories uh, uh, scarred Sammy deeply for years and years. What was his, uh, for lack of a better word, obviously he worked in show business for many years, but what was his big break as far as getting into the national spotlight? I would have to say uh, uh, he had an eye accident in 1954 out on the West Coast. He was driving from Las Vegas back to L.A., and uh, he had an eye accident, and, and it got out on the news wires that maybe his career was going to be over with. He had to go into surgery. He lost his eye. His leg was injured, but it was Frank Sinatra who went to uh, Herman Hoover who ran Zero's nightclub and said, look, Sammy needs to come back in a few months. It'd be great if he could come to Zero's. And Sammy did. Three months later, he came to Zero's and Hollywood, Hollywood royalty came out, Gary Cooper and Marilyn Monroe and, and Janet Lee and uh, Humphrey Bogart, all the who's who of Hollywood in 1955 came out. And Sammy gave a stunning three-hour show uh, that sort of uh, pushed him into the limelight of, of that city nightclub that night, and he rocketed forth from there. So mm. Z-Rose in 1955 was a great moment for Sammy Davis. Just once in a lifetime A man knows a moment One wonderful moment When fate takes his hand And this is my moment My once in a lifetime when I can explore a new and exciting land Once in my lifetime I feel like a giant I soar like an eagle As though I had wings For this is my moment My destiny calls me 
And though it may be just once in my lifetime, I'm gonna do great things. is my moment my once in a lifetime when I can explore a new and exciting land once in my lifetime I feel like a giant I soar like an eagle as though I had wings for this is my moment my destiny calls me and though it may be just once in a lifetime One thing about Sammy Davis Jr., he, uh, unlike some of the other guys uh, in the Rat Pack, uh, of course they made TV appearances, but really Sammy Davis Jr. kind of went on uh, all the shows, variety and uh, some dramatic shows and, and, and sitcoms. A very versatile actor, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And I think that all of that sort of grew out of his you know, years on the road back there in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s. There was nothing that he could not after the Rat Pack years, and again, there's been uh, movies made about it, TV specials, and, and actually we had uh, Dina Martin on, uh, Will, not too long ago in our station, who wrote oh. a great book about her dad, yeah. uh, Memories Are Made of This, and some wonderful stories in there about Sammy and, and Frank and, and Dino. But uh, after those years were over, uh, he had some tough times uh, with a uh, drug problem, didn't he, or an alcoholism, too? Right? Yes, yes, he did. Uh, um, he suffered minorly. I don't think any of us, to realize uh, uh, just the just the sort of pressures that uh, you know that people on the road uh, for fifty weeks a year uh, sort of have to stare down, you know, and then the fact of his uh, of his tough childhood. Uh, you you know, to be an entertainer is a very very tough road, and then to stay on top for fifty years that. You know, that's also very, very tough. Oh, I'd imagine it was. I've, I've heard those, uh, I think George Burns said in an interview, uh, maybe next to Al Jolson, Sammy Davis may have been the greatest uh, nightclub uh, stage performer in one of anybody. I mean, yeah. he was so versatile, wasn't he? Yes, he yeah. was, and he gave a lot on stage. Uh, uh, his attitude was he never wanted anybody who paid money for a ticket to see him. He never wanted them to leave the auditorium or the theater unhappy, unfulfilled. So he would dance until he was drenched in sweat. He would <laughs> sing, you know, he would tell jokes. Uh, you know, he gave you your money's worth and then some. What was his personal life uh, like uh, off stage? I know uh, he had uh, a couple of celebrated marriages, I guess, back in the early 60s, My Brit, which kind of caused some controversy during the Kennedy election, right? Yes, it did. Uh, 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 they did not want Sammy to get married until after Kennedy was in office. There was a feeling that Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack had uh, helped Kennedy, and they did not want uh, interracial marriage, May Britt and Sammy, uh, to be in the news. Uh, but Sammy, uh, like I guess so many stars, was quite secure on stage. Off stage, uh, things often got wobbly for him. Um, uh, but that's just the life of somebody who you know, always in the headlines and mm. always followed, always written about. Yeah, impersonations, actors. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jimmy Cagney. So that's it, eh? I just take the 50 G's mm, while you play potsies with the cops. Mm, that's the way it goes, eh? You dirty, no good... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kerry Grant. 
Donald Judy, 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 you can't take a baby out of a man's life and expect him to go on living the way he has been. It's not right and it's not fair. That's all I gotta say. Look, Sam. Baby. That was great. Fight, fight, fight. Uh, he done told you once. <laughs> what are you gonna do now, Sam? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Edward G. Robinson. You did it to my sister in the back. No, I'll do it to your brother. Mm. Please, I'm trying to do some impressions. <laughs> and now for a cup of blood. I mean, no. Uh, <laughs> with your kind permission, Mr. Clark Gable. Scarlet, that crazy about you, honey. Dab it, baby. You got class, charm, personality. You got money. You have got money. Ladies and gentlemen, the kingfish. Yeah, well, the way I see this thing, yeah. We're going to do a little thing now. If all the women in Texas was ugly as your mama, the Lone Ranger going to be alone for a long time. You dirty rat. Who did it to my sister? Oh, they say some people long ago were looking for a different tune, one that they could croon. As only they can They only had the rhythm so They started swaying to and fro They didn't know just what to use But this is how the blues really began this is the way the blues began They heard the breeze Through the trees Singing weird melodies And they named that Just the start of the blues From a jail, there came a wail from a down hearted trail, and they played that as a part of the blues. Now, from a whippoorwill sitting high on a hill, they took a new note and they pushed it through a heart. Rehearsed it and then gave out the news that the Southland really gave birth to the Mr. 
got a, a couple minutes left. We're talking with uh, Will Haygood, author of In Black and White, The Life of Sammy Davis Jr., now out in paperback. And uh, the end of his life, uh, kind of sad because he, he, now he was a heavy smoker, and I guess it isn't a, a huge surprise that he got cancer, but it was throat cancer, uh, even more uh, particularly bad for a singer like that. And, he, and they say he could have actually lived longer, but he would have had to have his voice box removed. Is that uh, yes. accurate? Yes, yes. And I think at the end, that he wanted people to remember him as Mr. Bojangles, as the entertainer on stage. Uh, I mean, because that's what he had done all his life from the age of five on. And I think it was a very, you know, very uh, sad ending. Um, You know, and people really didn't know how to assess his contributions to the entertainment world, uh, but I think, uh, you know, years have passed since he died now, and I think now we look back very fondly on Sammy Davis Jr., and we really recognize what a wonderful trailblazer he was. Well, congratulations uh, on the awards for the book, Will, and I know, uh, has it been option for a movie, or is it, are you still yes, talking it about that? it has been optioned. Uh, That's great. Mr. Denzel Washington, um, he optioned the book uh, to make a movie of it. So, uh, fingers crossed. Well, that's great, because there really hasn't been, other than some of those, uh, I guess HBO did a thing on the Rat Pack and those yeah. kind of shows, but hasn't been one just about his life. No, 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 it hasn't. Which would be great. Any word on uh, who might play Sammy? Uh, no, I would probably, I don't know, I I would think it would, it would probably be... Uh, Unknown, somebody unknown. who can seize the role, and you know, you know, and and uh, you know, and go down in history, maybe. Right. I know there have been some talk of uh, the man Wayne Brady, who was on. I guess whose line is it anyway? Uh, p- perhaps. Oh yeah. Being good for that, but either way, I, it's going to be a wonderful movie. And uh, well, hey, good. I appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us today in Sarasota and Brainton, and uh, thanks for talking to us. Hopefully, we'll do it again uh, when the movie comes out. Well, thank you very much. That would be wonderful. Great. Thanks, Will. Thank you. Bye bye. Yes, I can. Suddenly, yes, I can. Gee, I'm afraid to go on has turned into, yes, I can. Take a look, what do you see? 133 pounds of confidence, me. Got the feeling I can do anything, yes, I can. Something that sings in my blood is telling me, yes, I can. I was just born today, I can go all the way, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yeah, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Wind me up, then watch me fly. A regular sort of sunburned Superman. Are you ready? I can climb Everest. Yes, I can. I can fight here all night and never rest. Yes, I can. I have just found the key, hey, doors swing wide for me. I was just born today, I can go all the way, yes, This is Dick Hyman inviting you to listen to my music and the music of all my friends right here on the Big Band Files and all that jazz on 1220 WIBQ.
wine of choice. If romance is in your voice, I heard from a wise canary trilling makes a fellow willing. Soon it'll swallow, swallow now. Now is the time to sing for your supper, and you'll get breakfast. Songbirds are not dumb. And you'll get breakfast. Songbirds always eat. If their song is sweet to hear, sing for your luncheon, and you'll get dinner. Dine with wine of choice. If romance is in your voice, I heard from a wise canary trilling.
Hi, this is Audrey Landers, and I'm enjoying all the big bands and jazz on Doug Miles' Big Band Files and All That Jazz here on 1220 WIBQ.
This is Will McKenzie, director of some of your favorite television shows like Everybody Loves Raymond, Scrubs, and Reba. And from my role on The Bob Newhart Show, and when I'm in Sarasota, I listen to the best talk in town right here on 1220 AM WIBQ. This is Bill Bennett, host of Morning in America, heard weekday mornings at 6, welcoming all my listeners on Florida's Suncoast to News Talk 1220, WIBQ.